Thank you guys so much for listening to our holiday special and hopefully for any other episodes you may want to listen to or have listened to. Thank you so much for that. It's been an amazing year for us here at the Movie Propcast. Tyler and I can't thank you guys enough and uh, we'll appreciate you guys listening and we are so excited for the future. 2023 is going to be an amazing year for both us and we hope you guys too. If you just keep listening, maybe some spicy stuff will happen. Who knows? But again, happy holidays and happy new year to you. Enjoy this episode and, uh, you know, we'll see you guys next year. <laughs> nope. No, that's not funny. I see, I don't know how to seamlessly get into this podcast. We've done we've gone too far i've already sipped my beverage and now it's what the holidays we were, we're it's part two right this is the second movie that we have both consumed and how many how many how many holiday movies do you normally watch in a season uh do we count all of the harry potters no is are you saying harry potters is a holiday movie are you saying it's not it i'm saying there's nine spent, there's like isn't there like nine it, movies or eight movies it's span. It is a Thanksgiving to Christmas movie, and you can if people can go to bat for Die Hard, you can go to bat for Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I think they celebrate Christmas in all but like two or three of those movies. They celebrate some form of holiday. Can I, I'd be willing to concede that to Thanksgiving, but I don't know. I don't know if, if I no. can. It's maybe a, like an individual a, one where where they do christmas in it or, or something i don't know i don't whole know if I can get franchise it every year this time of year every time robert pattinson dies in one of those movies and you're telling me that's a holiday tradition for you professor snape dies in die hard all right that's unrelated uh i'm not, <laughs> I'm not advocating for die hard all right i'm just fighting uh against harry potter but maybe that's something we'll have to throw up and, and see if anybody wants to chime in on that but I'm just There's so many damn now. movies. No, you, everyone watching and listening, you let us know at okay. either the movie propcast. Uh, what are we on? Twitter? At movie propcast on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Uh, on That's YouTube, easy. you can find us. Uh, the movie propcast on YouTube, uh, you can find us on there. I think they're doing handles now on on YouTube, so I think we're at movie propcast on YouTube now as well. So. Yeah, I think they moved to handles, so that's pretty sweet. So yeah, you can find us across the board at Movie Propcast. Chime in, comment on this the video. You can watch the full propcast. video. Huh? The or Movie Propcast. I think it's just at Movie Propcast. I, I think I omitted the the. Do we? I think a lot of people just don't like the the, right? The the is the, overrated. The the. the. the? No one likes okay. the the. You let us know, is <laughs> Harry Potter a holiday movie? I'm not saying specifically Christmas or Thanksgiving. I'm saying it's a holiday movie. It just makes you feel, at least the first four, make you feel the holiday spirit. I think that's pretty vague. Uh, is Would you consider Valentine's Day a holiday? Yes. So The Notebook's a holiday movie. Yes, but okay. <laughs> I'm specifically talking about a Thanksgiving to Christmas holiday. I'm not okay. talking about right. an Easter movie. Sorry. I'm, I'm talking I'm, about... I'm, uh, yeah. I'm getting sidetracked here. But you know what is a holiday movie for sure? Yeah. What? It's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. What does that have to do with anything? That's literally the reason why people hit play. Uh, they wanted to hear us talk oh. about this film. Oh, okay, uh, I, got, yeah. I got sidetracked. I we can do, listen, we'll we'll get to the Harry Potters, all right? that That's going to be okay. a 2023 thing, all right? Let's dive into the Harry Potters next year. Uh, but for right now, let's wrap up the holiday season. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. We did Home Alone 1 last year. One of our biggest episodes, obviously, it's it, these movies, especially people in our age range, it's the sweet spot. These are like you grew up with these movies, every, not just holidays. Like these are just awesome movies. Like just they're just fun movies. Kids win, uh, and you we were kids at one point. From from what I'm told, I'm still a kid. Oh, that's good. Yeah, never lose that. Never lose that. Don't let the heartaches of life bring you down. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back now. What went number one overall for Home Alone? Uh, Home Alone oh, it was me. You took the you took the Michael Jordan cutout number one. No, no, no. I didn't. No, I didn't. Really? No, that was I took the VHS. The VHS you took that movie. number one. Yes. Remember, I told you why that happened. I gave a whole spiel. You were in the episode. 
No, I I was there. <laughs> I know you took it, but I I'm oh I ranked the Michael Jordan cutout one. No, because you definitely took that. I don't know why I did. I think I did take that. it at, at one point. But here's the thing: what happened last year? Uh, mm-hmm. I had to give the explanation of that. But we both went into Home Alone one thinking it was loaded. Right? We're like, oh, these are some great stuff, and then we came out of it. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, they were all in Home Alone two, lost yes. in New York, and here we are finally following it up because now we can get into the good stuff because there is some gems in here that i can i I only associate with home alone i will admit this is the this might be the first time i'll go down admitting i'm upset i don't have the number one pick i i went into this and i was like it it didn't take long for me to be like oh yeah i forgot that was here uh so yeah i you no, no, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. It was just wasn't top of mind. There were a lot of other things that I was thinking about ahead of it. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. We're going to get to the draft in a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about... A lot of people like to to, to argue what movies, like franchises and, and, and trilogies or, or whatever they are. This is technically... There's a there's more than two Home Alones, but in our heads... Six? Six? In our heads, there's really not. Let's be honest. It's 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 one and two. And then maybe if you were on the three. fringe, you could count three. I, I was on the fringe of that one. I think I just... I let that one go. Uh, I count three. Okay. He started well, using technology. That is pretty cool, but it also wasn't Macaulay Culkin. But it also would I, be really weird for this to happen three times. It's super weird for it to happen twice. Twice, yeah. They tied uh, that in pretty well, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, I was wondering how they were going to get there, and having Harry and Marv, like, escape to New York, and then just see him walking down the street, like, that was that was pretty nice. Because I've, I've had moments like that. Like, I remember one time in middle school or high school... I I lived in New York. I was in Baltimore and I was walking outside the baseball field and me and my family were walking down the street and a girl from school was just walking down the street past me. Like we crossed paths like a movie. I'm like, Whoa. what are you doing in Maryland right now? Like, why are you here? That's <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So like that home alone thing is actually kind of believable that they would just be like, wait, that's a that's a little brat. So it's kind of believable, right? But it's also, on the other hand, I mean, we already know they're really, really dumb criminals, right? They're like the worst criminals of all time. Why would you go to like one of the most populated cities in on the planet where everybody could identify you? Money. This is the nineties. They weren't big criminals. They were like little cat burglars. No one cared about them that much. Yeah. All right. That's that. But they're on the front page of newspapers though. In Chicago. Chicago's a small town? <laughs> no, just, I, but I don't think anyone in New York is going to be like, wait a minute, those are the white bandits. They were they robbed three houses in Chicago last that's year. That's fair. That's fair. The internet's not running rampant. They're not they're not, they no. weren't like a meme or anything, you know, that they could be identified by, but like this is still a time that you could run from security to the front gate of the airport in literally what was it? Like 10 minutes. That, that was that in? very strange, right? That was a very weird, just to see the inside of an airport. Obviously, airports look like that. They're super chaotic. But to see an entire family run to a gate and just throw, like, their papers around. Like, what? I It's so weird. That was such a weird experience. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I'm it, going on the plane. Like, seeing Kevin just talk his way onto the plane in New York, he was like, yeah, my parents are on. And she was like, where's your ticket? And he's like, somewhere in this bundle. And the guy was like, all right, kid, we're going to trust you. Yeah. Go straight to your parents. No. I know. No. I don't like, know that that would have ever happened. I think that I, I'm not obviously wasn't in 1992. This movie came out. So like if I wasn't watching it as at age two, trying to figure out what's going on. But I did. I have seen this movie a lot when I was a kid. I never questioned that. But as an adult, I think even in 1992, by their standards, people were watching it going, OK, that would never happen. Like. There's still yeah. a, it's still a child on a flight. You, at some point, humanity kicks in. I know that they they she walked him onto the plane and was like he pointed and was like that's my daddy-o. That's when she takes the extra step to confirm, walk him to the parent and be like, yeah. "Hey, what? I don't I don't know. It was a really Kevin's, weird situation." So early on, I had a note r- written down because obviously this movie started with like family trouble as it always does. I had a note written down that said, at what point are the parents going to realize maybe Kevin's not the problem? Like, Kevin keeps getting in trouble, all this stuff. When are you going to realize, oh, maybe we're the problem? Like, we have to look at things. Then the airport scene happened, and Kevin stopped to put the batteries in. 
and then all that subsequent stuff happened, I immediately X that out and said, okay, maybe Kevin's the problem too. <laughs> okay. It is really dumb of him to just stop in the middle of it. Like, what are you using that for in that oh, particular dad, moment? Though. But yeah. the dumbest part is if, if my kid, if I'm running and am I, this is your direct kid. This isn't like a niece or nephew. Yes. Like this isn't like, a, you know what I mean? It's not a secondary character here. This is the, you made this human being. Yes. I, you're in the back. I'm in the back. I'm in the back of the line and I'm making sure everybody's in front of me. His what dad is took that? off. His dad was gone. <laughs> He's like, his, yeah, his dad dusted him. Yeah. And also <laughs> like, the up. mom, they tried really, really hard to make it like, oh, the parents kind of care. The mom was like, I got to make sure everybody's on. And then the lady that works there is like, oh, don't worry. Everybody's going to be accounted for. And she just takes that. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, don't worry, ma'am. We'll make sure everyone gets on. He okay. doesn't know who everyone is. Yeah. What? How do you yeah. trust him with that? He has know, no man. idea who everyone is. We're that, that at no me. point are we trying to make an excuse for the mom. Uh, she's dumb. The parents are dumb. Yeah. Uh, actually, everybody is in the family. Everyone uh, is pretty much dumb. Uh, I, also, I, the uncle. Don't. The uncle, uncle Frank, your boy. I, I, so I, Doyle and I don't talk before we do this podcast at all. I had to take a moment to say Uncle Frank is still the worst character I've ever written. Like, non murderer, non serial killer, non homicidal character in the history of movies uncle frank is he outright said don't ruin this vacation for me your dad paid good money for it <laughs> i love that he got called a cheapskate by the 10 year old too that's like that's hilarious kevin, he just called him out yeah kevin roasted everybody in this film and i loved, I it. loved it yeah he and they all deserved it yeah, yeah. He gave everyone exactly what they deserved, and it it was amazing. So, a couple it. things leading up to the uh, up to the the flight, or before they wind up leaving. Obviously, they keep. I don't understand how no one else sets an alarm. There's only they. Everyone relies on one alarm in the house. That's really stupid. Uh, yes. The the giving the tickets out in the van ahead of time. Why? why? Uh, I mean, what I like the uh, the tease they did because they were like. Oh no! Where's Kevin? And he's in the front and he was seat there. the whole time. Good. Yeah. So then there, like are, as a as somebody who has lost your child once before, yes, that shouldn't take your foot off the gas of the give a yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like you should still. <laughs> they're like, oh, he's in the car now. That's it. We well, made it one step farther than last gonna, year. <laughs> what? Yes. As I say, like last year he didn't even make the van. This year he yeah. made the van. We're in the clear. We did no, it. We're good parents. There's still step like point B to C now. Like that was A to B good. He made it ten steps to the van. Now you have to make it from the van to the flight. Like yeah. Yet, so oh, yeah, they they obviously get split up. Some guy who looks exactly like his father diverts him. He goes on the plane. Whatever they get, and he winds up in New York. I love how I, it's a ten year old in New York, and like again, it's it's he's got he's crazy good with like making up excuses. He's I, he's a great liar. He's really unbelievably good, good at lying. Yeah. Uh, there's a, he's got a future uh, doing something. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like, like, what is he what growing he, up as? What is what is not Macaulay Culkin, right? Kevin. What is Kevin McAllister growing up? What's his job? Like, because he's really good. At, he's got a he's got a set of skills. All right, a particular Insurance set of skills. I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm just, yeah. He can Lawyer. lie. He can Lawyer. lie. He yeah. Lawyer's obvious, but think of all the traps and stuff he sets. This man. This man's built different, all right. He he's I don't know. I'm thinking like a like a like a hitman. Like he's like uh, a I don't hitman know. with only home equipment. Just saying. He just he he's just sets up accidents. <laughs> so instead, yeah. So he's a hitman, but he only sets up home accidents. He's somebody. Is there a, a somebody's job? I know there's like you. Obviously, there's an insurance person, right? But like, what's the opposite of that? What's what's somebody that like causes accidents? Like to exploit insurance, because like, I feel like there's a market for that, and he could be really good at it. Okay, so you're you're mixing like <laughs> freaking Nightcrawler with I don't even know. What. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but no, he's. It's just I'm trying to imagine him as an adult. Like, in the, like I, if we ever went back and said, "True Home Alone three, right? Or, you said there's six. I can't believe it. that's crazy, but I'm just saying a Macaulay Culkin comes back to Home Alone the franchise. He's an adult. What does that look like? That's like a, an they, interesting thought. I think they take a more serious tone, like the purge, and oh he's God. an adult, 
he's an adult and he has to fight off a group of people like the purge. Wait, so you're saying he's still you're just oh, he's wiping home. away the whole premise. Okay. Uh, you know, he's home. His family, let's say his family goes on vacation somewhere, he's he's home alone again. And then the purge happens in Chicago. And then Macaulay Culkin has to fight off. So like, okay, so you're people. saying you want Macaulay Culkin in just like a murder fest. Yeah. Like so basically like the let's just pretend John Wick one is is Kevin no, McAllister. How about, how about this? It's literally this movie, <laughs> but they actually kill people when they're supposed to die because Marv died. They're dead, bro. They're both <laughs> dead. And they were dead. Marv. They were dead in Home Alone 1. They yes. were dead there, too. But they're super yes. dead in this one. They took it Marv, another level. Marv died 10 minutes after their first meeting. Like three lines in, Marv is dead. Four yeah. times. Yeah, it's... I, I think that's part of the fun, obviously, is just seeing slapstick, oh, like extremely cartoonish ways to basically kill people, but they never die. Uh, I've yeah. got it. Sorry. Okay. Kevin versus his son. So his son starts setting traps for Kevin, and they kind of have like a back and forth. Take it to Hollywood. All right. Write the script. I... I want to see Kevin versus his son because I have a feeling Kevin's son could get up to some dastardly stuff. But why would he like like to the point to this degree where he's like trying to kill the guy? No, no, no. They have to be weird. Each other. Okay. Just just holiday pranks, Uh, shenanigans, shenanigans, and then they they get they stumble into actual crime. And then they decide to take that into, them, into themselves yeah. together. Oh, we just met, we have to write. So that the movie's down. called Home Alone Together. <laughs> what? Let's go. All right, TM, TM. Uh, we we've already it's already been we have it. Yeah, it's already in the works. So no one else try it. Uh, anyway, we should we should move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, real quick before we get into New York, two things that I like that they called back or well. One thing they called back, uh, Kieran Culkin, his little brother, is still a bedwetter. And Uncle Frank, he took his Pepsi away and he was like, no, or his Coke. Oh, that was a little thing about this movie. Last movie was all Pepsi. This movie is all Coke. Hey, whoever's Um, giving the paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) But his brother's still a bedwetter. That was great. Why was everyone searching for their stuff not in their room? Like everyone's stuff is all over the house, apparently. So they're like running, where's my brush? And you're running from your room to downstairs. Why isn't it in the bathroom or in your room? Yeah, uh, that's that's strange. Yeah, I don't really understand. I never, obviously you think after the year before you'd understand how to how to get together for a trip. I did think, I did think once they actually got to their destinations, obviously New York City is New York City, but when they went to Florida, the depiction yes. of Florida is hilarious. Terrible. It's just Terrible. nonstop rain, thunderstorms. And I, I, not once did you see the sun. It was just only nighttime when they were yes. showing Florida, which I thought was kind of funny. Which is funny. If you're, see, people not from Florida would probably have found that funny and be like, ha, ha, ha. People from Florida would have been like, ooh, that's actually kind of accurate. Yeah. It's like, like gr- growing up in New York, Florida was always like Disney in the Sunshine State. After living there, it's still beautiful, but it does rain a lot, and it's it could it could be a, a bit much sometimes. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying not to run through the whole movie. Obviously, there's a lot we're going to get into when we get into the part of the prop draft that we're going to talk about specifically because there's a lot of stuff that that sees screen time. I, I'm the toy store in New York City. I don't know. A is that a real store? I don't know if that no. is or not. Duncan Toy Store like, or whatever. It looked like it was their version of. Um, the one KB from toys. Big. No, no, uh, no, no. The the one from Big. It was there. Uh-huh. There was a very big toy store, and I'm gonna get roasted for blanking out right now. You're the New York guy. Uh, this guy's the New York guy. No, not just. Um, kidding. but it it's Duncan's toy store was not the real store, but it was off of yeah Fao okay. Schwartz. That makes sense. So they so they didn't get. I I just seem like this movie would have done something like that, where it's like every store it just keeps its name and you're in the movie. That's that would be kind of nice. But either way, that toy store was pretty awesome. Uh, I, I'm none of those toys I think would occupy a, a child in this this generation. No. Uh, no. There was not a, a distinct lack of technology. Um, yes. 1992. Obviously, you're going to get that. But there was a moment there with. I'm assuming the owner, he's Duncan. This is the Duncan yeah. guy, right? The, the owner where he's at the cash register 
great moment, by the way. It, it was a, a nice little exchange. Kevin McAllister's way too mature for his age. It's, way it's, beyond his years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's actually kind of weird. Like it would weird me out if I had an interaction with him. I'd be like, "Excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm offended just just by talking <laughs> to you." Uh, but when he's walking away, what's up with like the disappearance of of Duncan? What is it was that? supposed to be that like mysterious thing where like it, it's something they did in movies where like you're secretly talking to the owner, but you think he's just an employee. And you impress him and stuff like that. So but why it, did he disappear? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a trope because it it would have cheapened not cheapened, but the moment would have been a little less powerful if he stayed there and he'd be like, "Hey, I'm I'm actually the owner," and then Kevin can talk to him again after that. Like they have that moment, and they never have a moment again until Kevin writes him a letter. Okay. So like I feel like it was trying to just keep that whole. Kevin didn't know who he was and showed who he really was, who Kevin really was. And Duncan was very impressed with who Kevin was because he wasn't trying to, he wasn't in trying to press Duncan. He was just being himself. Okay. And they both shared a very similar interest in children. I still think it's weird. Uh, oh, it was just, it was so random. And I, I did rewind it and I watched it again to just see how they did it. Cause I, I at first I thought he literally vanished, but they just, they just knocked him out of frame and then, and then pulled back and he was gone. But it was it was well done because at first I literally thought he actually just vanished like because the camera didn't really move that much so it was a nice yeah. little move for them but I just didn't make any sense to me but I guess you're telling me that's a thing. If this was like a true Christmas movie, he would have like probably actually been dead and Kevin was talking to like the spirit of Christmas or something. That's like that. where my head or Santa goes. Claus. That's where I think most people's head goes. Where it's like, oh, he wasn't. It was a ghost, and then like all of a sudden we got ourselves like a supernatural movie. What yeah. like out of nowhere, but then you realize at the end it's just the owner, and he was just yeah. being a weirdo. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know that that moment just really stood with me for some reason. It was strange. So, uh, anything else in New York? I, well, obviously, the Florida stuff we it, we covered. That was it. They were in the hotel, really weird hotel. Like that was their vacation to huddle up in that weird hotel. I love the juxtaposition. Like you have Kevin, a child by himself in New York with a luxurious room, yeah, and then his family just having the worst Christmas ever, like they deserve to be perfect. Oh, for honest. sure. Oh, 100%. Um, how do you think, I, the minute Kevin lands in New York, my first thought is, how do they solve this in the 90s with no cell phones? Kevin's 10 years old. Oh, I yeah. don't know if he, his parents don't have a cell phone. The best they could do is he could call his house and like leave a voicemail. But like, yeah. or on the answering machine. Um how how does this get solved? This is scary. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Like he'd have to go to like the police and then like say who. I mean, he's ten years old. He knows who he is. He, he probably knows where he lives. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's a way that they would have to contact him. But that's literally probably the only way. And yeah. to be honest, for him to go around the city for this long and not one single police officer get a little get a little weirded out and be like, yeah. "What's up with this boy?" Just alone in the city. Like somebody should have stopped him, right? Like I feel like yes. If I'm not a police officer, uh, I would imagine that if anybody, some of some of New York's finest would have seen a 10 year old just traipsing around the city, you know, it's like, hey, what are you doing, kid? Question him once. The cab drivers, the cab drivers are driving well, all weird. over New York and don't say anything. Okay. The cab driver, though, at night. Oh, I wasn't, I was, I just meant in general. <laughs> okay. I meant cab general, driver at yeah. night was like, that was a weird, that was weird. That was yeah. That well, was a every situation. that was another thing. Everyone he ran into in New York, aside from the one bird lady, was a creep. Like all of the employees were essentially creeps. Like everyone he has dialogue with. Obviously, yeah. the people who's like giving money to and stuff. They're they're all kind people, but like almost everyone was a creep aside from Duncan and the bird lady, and even she was creepy at first i will say some of my favorite characters in the movie were the hotel staff like that's like, i freaking love tim curry tim curry yes. and rob schneider were awesome great cameos I, yeah i, I love tim know, curry yeah would you even consider those like cameos in the 90s like, no that's not rob a cameo schneider wasn't yeah no they were that they was, were recurrent yeah it wasn't just like yeah. a cameo to me is like you get one scene and you're out so donald trump perhaps yes donald trump uh yeah, yeah he was in there for literally a half a second and just say hey, he yeah. did have a speaking line he did. Uh, and, and that was it. So yeah, that was a very strange. So that, the, that, the fact that that somebody in this movie became president and it wasn't Macaulay Culkin uh, is, is was crazy to me. As a kid, I'd be like, "You tell me which one's going to be the president." It's obviously the Macaulay Culkin assassinator. Uh, well, yes. well, you can't say those two things in the same sentence. I'm pretty sure. So let's just pretend. 
I'm I'm reeling that back now. But uh, I'd say I'd say Macaulay Culkin for sure the most equipped to be yes. the president of the United States. I mean, that's a no brainer. Him or Tim Curry? I was gonna say it would, <laughs> I, I would I'd put my money on Tim Curry. Um, Tim Curry, I thought at first was gonna be like a good character, absolute sleazebag. I he love that ends, though. No, I don't know why the entire staff, because when he like uh, reprimanded Rob Schneider for accounting his tips, I was like, oh, okay, he's going to be a respectable guy. And no. Why was he so weirded out to see a child in his lobby? I don't know. Like initially, like right away, he was like, hmm, that's, he was that's a weird little him. boy. Yes. <laughs> I don't know it was, what that it was. was. I don't know. Maybe, was, I guess that's his style. I don't know. I don't know. That's it's really very, weird. But I did. Throughout the film, though, I did think like every time Tim Curry was on the on the on the screen, though, like he, he was great. I just think the way his face was working, like he he just I don't that's definitely not his accent, but it's like I don't know. Everything just kind of worked. I just love that character, and it was really weird when he was popping in to just like like what were you doing in the hotel room in that particular moment? I don't know. I everybody I overstepped love, their bounds, but yeah, I thought it was funny. I love when Kevin burns him for that later on, where he's just like, you're never going to see my dad again. Would you want to see a man who walked in on you naked in the he's shower? Like, mm, I suppose I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, oh my God, it was amazing. That was, Kevin was great. The bird lady. Uh, let's talk yes. about her real quick before we get into the draft. Uh, at first, just a bird, random bird lady in the park in the daylight. You're like, all right, that's cool. That's fine. I can I can believe that. Then it was the first the night interaction for me uh, that was kind of strange. Where obviously he's he's this is obviously you, this is the the scene where Kevin's running through in the night, and it's like everybody looks really weird and scary, and like he's running into the park, and he gets his foot stuck. But the bird lady just pops up, says nothing, just stares at a child, clearly stuck, screaming his head off, right, and not yeah. saying a word. And then just like the, the, the obviously it was his camera work, but the way the hand goes out and like looks like it's gonna reach for his face, and then all of a sudden she goes down. What that was such a why do they do that? They did it with the freaking guy in the first movie too, the neighbor. Why so, do they gotta have like a scary, creepy person that just doesn't know how to interact with people, and then all of a sudden they have an amazing conversation? I I actually <laughs> wrote that down. Like they just that was their plot vehicle. It was like, all right, we're gonna have a misunderstood like the Boo Radley. <laughs> I, maybe the director was just a really big fan of To Kill a Mockingbird. They must but be. You have the Boo Radley, who everyone misunderstands, and then Kevin cracks their shell and opens them up, and then they become the savior and help him out and give him what he needs. That's literally, they just stuck to their formula. They're like, hey, let's pretend New York City is Kevin McAllister's house. So a lot Same of people... Movie. I, I read uh, a tidbit about this was they were the director was afraid that people were going to consider this j a straight up uh, a reboot. They weren't going to they they were afraid people weren't going to think this of this as Home Alone one. So they were actually going to redo another cologne scene in the hotel, but they cut it. They did, filmed it and cut it because they were like, people are going to consider this a reboot and not a sequel. So yeah, they tried some, to do you gotta pick and choose yeah. your battle here. You can't just do everything that, that worked in the first one. That's stupid. But yeah. yeah. But they just felt like this movie just worked better than the first one did, too. And I will agree with that. This is this is a, a case where the sequel I think is better than the first one. I think yeah. I, I don't know where yeah. I mean, I don't know where you were on that, but yeah, that's I feel like hundred percent. This is this one is just more fun. There's, it's way more over the top. There's more, there's more characters. It just feels better than the first one. Obviously, the first one laid the groundwork for this one, and it is almost the same movie. But the setting here is on a grander scale. There's a lot more going on. It, it's definitely a better. Like they probably wish they did this first. I mean, obviously the first one works, but you know what I mean. Like this yeah. style, so they could do it another. You know what I mean? Like they wanted, they probably wanted to milk it again. And yeah. I don't know how much Macaulay Culkin got paid an absurd amount of money for this movie. Did he? I think he got what? like paid four and a half million as a ten year old for to do this film. It was the he most. He was killing it in the nineties then. Yeah, I think it was legit the most. I don't know if it, if it still is today. I mean, nowadays I feel like everybody's throwing everything at, at everything, but I don't know what would yeah. have overtaken it. But four and a half million at ten years old in nineties, pretty good in the nineties. In the nineties, ninety, yeah, early nineties. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good money from what I understand. If just thinking of Macaulay Culkin, like off the top of my head, like. He was in The Good Son, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, and Richie Rich. 
like just between those and i'm sure other movies i can't yeah richie of, rich like, was good though i had richie, fun with richie rich was, rich. I, I had movie. a lot of fun with richie rich like that's crazy i can't believe that that's wild yeah that's a lot of money uh outside of that i mean i don't i don't know if we have anything else i mean i want to oh. get into the draft but do you have anything before we get into it Yes. So, uh, so if we are remaking this a reboot and we're ignoring the first movie, the only thing I wish that was in this movie that was in the first is one trap, the uh, the burning doorknob. That is the only thing that didn't come back. But I love seeing Harry like tap the doorknobs because he's scarred. Yeah. Like, well, and they, they did show the scar, knob. though. They did show the scar, so they did. That was a good continuity effort there to be like, oh, just make sure you put the scar back on because he did get burned pretty bad in the first one. But no, that, yeah. they, they at least did that. He still got the the McAllister M on his hand, which is crazy. Yeah, uh, I don't. That's so dumb. Those guys so dumb. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get into the draft right now. I don't. Are you ready to do this? I have the first pick. I'm super excited. Let's yeah. do it. I can't remember. Oh, so I had the first pick last year, too. This is funny how this works. I give you the... When we do Home Loan 3 next year, which I don't think we'll do. Uh, I mean, maybe. No. Maybe. I already I know what my first desperate. pick is from there, too. Yeah, I, I, I could to. go into every Home Alone knowing what my first pick is already. That's good. That's good. But you'll never have it, because I have first pick. And uh, and it's funny. I don't know why I didn't... I probably should have gave you the sequel this year. But you got you got the Grinch last uh, the last episode, so you, know, I, it's not, yeah. you got you it's get a, nothing. Yeah, I'll let you win one this holiday. Thanks, man. Thanks. I needed this. I needed this to get through the holidays. Uh, all right, so let's just go right into it. Uh, right out the gate, it happens. You see it very early in the movie. Dude, this movie was... I feel like this movie was made strictly to advertise one product. And it's the talk boy, right? Yeah, the talk 100%. boy is the most versatile piece of technology the 90s have ever seen. I the, From the <laughs> first 40 seconds in... Kevin doesn't even have lines. The talk boy has his first like, three yeah, lines. Yeah. yeah, they probably paid a lot of money for that. What was that uh, T? What's the T? What is that? What was the talk boy something that made it? What was the brand? I, I, it's something with the T. They didn't. Oh, no, it's didn't, Has, is it Hasbro? Oh, no, it was Tiger. It was Tiger. Tiger, yes. Tiger, Tiger Electronics, and then it became Hasbro at some point. But yeah, that I, I never always wanted one as a kid. I feel like that's something that I just never could obtain. Like, I never knew... How do I don't even think I've ever even saw it in the stores. So I didn't have a talk boy, but when I was younger, because the talk boy looked like it was a little older. When I was younger, I had this, it was white with a handle and it had a red microphone and you could put a cassette in it and mm. you could speak into it and it had a loudspeaker, but it was for like four to six year olds. Oh, okay. Um, so you had a baby toy. Kind of. I had like a baby talk boy and it was it was bigger. Like it was did you, it was about Did you ever have big. like one of those small like remote size things that was called like a yak back? I, yak I don't back? think I, I remember <laughs> I remember the word yak back. I remember the I don't I believe think that's I what it was. Now back. see now I oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. These things are amazing. Uh, I don't I think, think I, I actually had a yak back. I now I feel like I must buy one of these uh why just out of nostalgia alone. i had i had the blue yak back so look, i'm gonna share I, the screen I, i'm gonna share the screen right now you can see it if you want to watch it we do record the full video podcast it's on our youtube channel right now uh these are yak backs dude i had one i had like three of these these things were awesome i think i had the orange one with like the music button on it um yeah if you on the left side like the top and the third row down i think i had one of yep Okay. I'm pretty sure I had one of those in one of the That's colors. a Yakback sound effects. Sound effects. Yeah, yes. yeah, you were rich, man. I just had the regular one that just says say and play on it. But no, these things are awesome for some reason. And oh I think it's literally the God. same literally the same concept, right? But obviously the Talkboy does a lot more, but that's that's well, pretty sweet. For me, when I looked up Yakback, the fourth picture down was Macaulay Culkin with a freaking Talkboy. Yeah, it's it's it it's yeah, it's it's similar, it's same concept. But anyway, first overall pick, I'm taking the Talkboy awesome piece of technology and uh and yeah that's definitely to me probably the most iconic out of the film i mean you you win it's fine no no, um, no but there's still I, there's still some really cool stuff no, but that's a, is, that's a pretty heavy that's a top heavy ma draft. yeah from a magnitude of that pick like i would have to take like four items to match that one item it's like picking the notebook in the movie the notebook uh that's pretty much yeah it. yeah pretty much. so or jumanji in the movie jumanji which we've done uh 
It's it's pretty obvious. Even though this isn't this is this this toy is not called the Home Alone Two Lost in New York. Uh, it's called a, a, a talk. We boy. we alluded to it going into Home Alone One before the movie started. I typed in Talk Boy. <laughs> yeah, we and thought then this the was movie it. started, and I was like, Oh not no! Not once. Where, where where's the Talk Boy? Yeah, I was so upset. Was well, here it is, upset. and it's now mine. And uh, you're on the clock there, champ. Good luck. I'm not. On the, I still got to talk about the Talk Boy because. Oh yeah, no, keep going. He he fit so much onto that one cassette. He didn't flip it over. That's absurd. Yeah. He fit all of his lines. He fit his uncle singing, and he always knew the place too. Like he that's always a, knew. That's the most impressive it. thing. Is like how did like that was the toughest thing with cassettes back in the day. Is like trying to find it. But this man was like instant. He, he was having full conversation. Oh no, that was a TV thing. But still, yeah. the the song, which I, I I feel like he left the bathroom earlier than that thing. You know what I mean? Like he got yeah. a little more than I don't know. There's a little thing. The there clarity that I didn't of it too. Oh, it was incredible. incredible. It was like he was. It was like his uncle was right next to the freaking microphone. <laughs> I want to get one. I want to get one and try it and just listen to how bad you wouldn't even hear it over the shower. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. All right. All right, I'll I'll let that go. All right, second. Oh, pick. they're sorry. They're crazy what? expensive right now. They're like two hundred, three hundred dollars uh, on eBay. I looked it up. I, I wanted to see. I'll use my cell phone. It's okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that works. This, nostalgia i mean it only goes so far for me okay all right <laughs> um so there's two things i think of in this movie i don't know why the second thing is is sticking out to me talk boy is number one the second one was another i don't even know if i want to call it a plot device but it got screen time it was brought back it was a symbol um mm. i'm gonna go with the turtle doves ornament oh that's good that's a good one go turtle doves he got so, them from Duncan. He gave yeah. one to his bird lady friend because it meant they'd be friends forever. They're on screen at least like two or three times. So I'm gonna go with the turtle doves. So that's I, that's a really good one. Obviously, especially towards the end of the movie, there's that sentimental moment with. Um, does she have a name? Or are we just calling her bird lady? I mean, I don't I know if she's in this lady. movie. I should look her up in this and make sure she, it's just pigeon lady. She's that's what she's in yeah this is it like on the on the imdb page she's pigeon lady which is great uh tim curry doesn't even have a name in this movie he's just concierge uh he does it's in the trivia section oh. i saw it in the trivia just, section and i i forgot i know schneider has one it's i don't remember what it was already but rob schneider had a name because he kept being obviously tim curry was calling him by the name but yeah pigeon lady uh they had a moment at the end with the turtle doves uh obviously Somebody saves your life? Yeah, sure. We can be friends for life. You know what I mean? That's his, towards the end of the film. His name was Mr. Hector. Oh, yes. weird. I don't remember him being called that. I don't point. either, but... Yeah. All right. That's fair. Uh, so, no, Turtle Doves is a good one. Obviously, sentimental. It means a lot to the movie, uh, to the main character. And it's a... Two of the deep, like, the deepest conversations happened with obviously kevin and, and duncan in the toy store when he received them and then kevin with <clears throat> pigeon lady uh at the end disrespectful man call find her name um at the end of the movie nice little beautiful moment where he actually leaves his family again yeah unannounced to run to run the <laughs> central Who's taking their eyes off of this kid i'm handcuffing him to me like yes that's it you're on a leash the rest of your life but nope, he slips away again. And then the next time you hear his parents, they're yelling at him. <laughs> like, what are the... Uh, okay. Well, actually, so real quick sidebar, the reason they're yelling at him, I, I looked this up. So the bill at the end for yeah. Kevin's room service, $967 in room service in 1992. Doesn't seem do like you, a lot. Okay, so what what do you think that is in 2022? Negligible. Compared no. to the man, the man that can fly fourteen people overseas. Give me, give me a number. What, what was the number? Nine, nine hundred something. Nine sixty-seven in nineteen ninety-two. I don't know. It's probably like forty-two hundred bucks. Too much. Oh wow! You you think? Yeah, it was two oh, two thousand fifty-four. Right. You made it sound like it was this crazy thing, but I mean, it's still crazy. Two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars in. I would pay two thousand dollars. I would pay two thousand dollars to get the service this man had. He had somebody next to his bed scooping ice cream. All right. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> spending two thousand dollars for ice cream and pizza. That's you're absurd. Not, you're not living, bro. You're not living. You're not living. I'm not. I'm not. Still though, I'd be in that Florida hotel room. Still, 
This dude just flew his entire family down to Florida for the holidays. 900 bucks. I don't think it's going to kill him. All right. I don't know. Uh, to me, he's he, he's got an absurd amount of money. They have that house. They got all that stuff. I just think that that's I think that's not really that big of a deal. Not enough to yell at your kid that you've lost for the second time in one calendar year. No, seems pretty fair. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna move on to the third. Uh, let me cross off turtle doves because obviously that's a really good that's a good one. Um, this is when I'm I'm confused, right? Because I don't know where you're gonna go. <laughs> There's one that I really, really, really want, and when I think of this movie, it's like one of the first things I see. Okay. And there's another one that I think is probably less identifiable, but does probably mean more to the movie. I feel like I almost have to take the one that I identify because it's me. I mean, I'm picking this, right? It's not not about you guys. It's it's not about anybody else. I'm not trying to win a contest. Uh, I'm going to go with, let me read it. Marv's Skeleton. I wrote that down. I immediately had to Google if there was any place that was that was auctioning that off. I had he died. This man died and (laughs) kept his facial hair. That's amazing. That's hilarious. It was it was the seventh pick for me. I'll admit it was down there. No, I'm taking it. It was getting my guy. That's a you have it, and it has like the white beard it's, and the white. He still hair. has the hair and the beard. Yes. This man evaporated to bone and that, hair. That, that scene was crazy. <laughs> oh, like Marv, I I want to take a side to say Daniel Stern as Marv, um, was probably. I lost it at the end when the birds are pecking at them and they're (laughs) both upset. Like, yeah, they're both upset. But then for some reason, like 10 seconds in as if it's a delayed effect, Marv just screams at the top (laughs) of his lungs. I wonder if that was like improvised at first. And he was like, they they stopped him or like, no, 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 do that. Do that. Do that. I didn't know you could hit that octave. It was delayed. Like they're getting pecked at for like 20 seconds. And then out of nowhere, Marv is like, oh, wait, I'm dying. And then just scream. <laughs> it's just birds eating food off of you. You're not like, dying. Like it's just, I thought that was, oh my Marv God, that's hilarious. made this movie for me. Like anytime that I almost like lost it, it was always because Marv was on screen. He's so much better than, not, obviously it's Joe freaking Pesci. Like Joe Pesci is huge. Yes. But what's happening to them in this movie he's so much better it's like he's just oh, yeah. so much more animated it's hilarious and and there were like i remember i remember scenes when i was watching this movie that especially when i was young where i was literally crying as a kid how funny the stupid stuff was like i think yes. it was like the door the doorstep staple gun stuff that like that like just yeah the 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 sound effects that they used in that moment where it turns and it's like click <laughs> like you hear everything and then he's like oh like that just those three sounds next to each other I, if you just played them randomly i'd be like oh yeah that's when he gets shot in like the penis with the, with the oh staple gun God. but no marv's just, amazing in this movie marv took four bricks to the forehead to start this movie why is it dead his he brain is he, mush like he should his skull is cracked he has a hematoma he's dead <laughs> Like that's it. Subdural hematoma. Marv is dead. <laughs> he walks up to he walks up to the building and Harry's solo after yeah. the rest of this movie. <laughs> like that's it. Uh, it yeah, uh, it's it hilarious. Ridiculous. That's what's so fun about this movie, though. Is like it's just it's they're way over the top. Like like freaking, I don't know. Harry explodes. Like he. His head yes. explodes. He's dead. His head. He's de- <laughs> the entire third floor. He, he, dude, <laughs> the dead. Entire, the entire, his head's on fire. He dunks it in gasoline. Entire yeah. third floor just goes. And then he comes <laughs> back and he doesn't have any burns. It's just my beanie. <laughs> my little beanie cap got singed. No, that's. Again, again, his poor beanie cap again. I want somebody to just make a, 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 like a real life version of this. Like it's still got the funny slapstick, but they're they're fighting through the wounds that they actually would have received. Yes. Uh, oh that's, that God. would be a darker, a darker comedy. I think where I just can't. Yeah. I can't believe Marv died like three times. He, he actually, okay. He actually became a skeleton. A skeleton. That's, <laughs> he actually, <laughs> that's, and that's again, another scream. His screams are incredible. Anyway, yeah. I had to pick the skeleton because it's, it's the talk boy. 
but honestly, when we were talking about it last year too, it was like I I, re- I couldn't remember if he got electrocuted in the first one or the second one. But I knew as soon as I had the opportunity, I was taking those bones, bro. Because it, it, it's hilarious. A small detail for me: after he slides into the paint containers and his eyes are all closed, one he opens his mouth. His mouth is covered in paint. I don't know. Hey, what but he committed is. to the bit. Yeah, that was his tongue yeah. covered in white stuff. I I don't know as an actor if I do that. His eyes were bloodshot oh, after that scene. If you go back and look, it yeah. looks like it looks like they just. I don't know if if maybe it really got in his eyes, but his eyes were bloodshot. It was. I love that. He, That's that attention it. to detail that we that we deserve. You know, when we're yes. watching a children's, what is this? A children? I don't a, a comedy. I don't know what this is. It's, it's not really a children's be. movie. I mean, they, there's some swearing in it. There's you know, there's some stuff, but yeah, it's it's a very strange category of film. It is. Um, my pick. There's a lot of good stuff here. Um. I'm not gonna mm. sigh only because I'm not concerned. No, I could. No. I, I, I heard could, you. It was an inaudible sigh. That pause was all I needed to hear. No, it's contemplation <laughs> because oh, okay. I could just straight up rob you. Oh, that's fine. And and that would be it'd be a little mean, but then I'm not getting what I think I really want. Like I could do a spiteful pick, or I could just take what I actually want. Okay. Um. But I'm going to take what I actually want. I'm going to take the Operation Ho-Ho-Ho battle plans. Okay. That's it. You, I think you got the battle plans last year, I too. Th- and they're You're going the up right next guy. to each other. They're going yeah, up next good. to each other. I'm, I'm going to take the Operation. And I paused it. It said it. he had the paint cans. It said Operation Ho-Ho-Ho. Right. I'm taking the battle plans. I, I like this. this is, again, if we talked about it last year on, on, on Home Alone 1. When did he have the time to do this? I, even more, even ran- more so than last year, right? He was on the clock, like on a timer. He was also on a timer yes. this year too. But like, he was in an unfamiliar building. Yes. What? He How? ran. He ran what back. The crayons. He ran back to the house at nine o'clock. Yeah. Like I paused it because the bell rang. It was at nine o'clock. You're not telling me that he had multiple hours for this. Like this didn't happen at like eleven. I wish they did a second spot where you could see what the time was. Well, at midnight was there. when they he they were in the toy store. So he set all that up before midnight. They were robbing they were, okay. the toy store at midnight. So he had three hours. Yeah. So he from no, but nine then o'clock, you got to think travel though. Like they, he probably realistically had two, two two hours to set up all of that. Where did he get the not just set it up? Not just set it up. Draw that battle plan like that. Draw the yeah. Draw the <laughs> battle plans. Where do you get the kerosene? It would have taken me an hour alone to set up the kerosene rope. To set up the, I couldn't even set up the uh, the the podium that he had on the rocks, the pedestal, the yeah. cement, like the three paint cans with the yeah. big column. An hour Ridiculous. to do that. An hour yeah. to do that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. He's he's superhuman. That's what I'm telling you. He's got he's built different. This kid is built different. And uh and we need to recognize Kevin McAllister. He's gotta be like, I wanted I want to see a follow-up to him. It doesn't even have to be home alone. I just want to see like there was, Jack there Reacher, was... but like it's Kevin McAllister. So there was something <laughs> called like driver, like D R Y V R. Yeah, D R Y V R S drivers. Uh Macaulay Culkin apparently like comes like brings the Kevin McAllister character back or something like that. Right. But I want to see him like, as like an assault human being, like just like a, just like an unstoppable machine of death. I just feel like that fits the MO for, for Kevin McAllister, especially with all the childhood trauma he went through. There's True. no way he doesn't grow up and, and just be like, the a thing is we're like glorifying him. What if he turns into like a really terrible person? Oh, like that's what, yeah. Oh, it's a hundred percent possible. Like, there's, there's a definite. That's probably more likely. <laughs> yeah, he has a terrible home life. He is really good at killing people at ten. Like, it's, hey, hey, it doesn't. Nobody really died, but every single act that he did would have resulted in death. Every uh, single trap he made would have killed a person. Okay, so you have Operation Ho Ho Ho. Uh, yes. I have one more pick, and. Man, I see. I wasn't. I wasn't 
all in on that because I felt like that was something they could have omitted. He didn't need, I feel like he didn't need to have another battle plan. Like it looked, it worked in the beginning because he knew his house. I think yeah. it worked a little less in the sequel for unfamiliar territory and the time restraints. Where did he find writing utensils in that house? That house was obliterated. What they said, they said it would, I think there's being renovations done. Would that house was yeah. livable? Yeah, at one I, point? I, I had the exact <laughs> same thought. Like they're like, aren't they in Paris because their house is getting renovated? That that's not a renovation. They, no, that is a house that was that was in shambles. Yeah, that's they must have been hoarders and like legally had to like had to leave the country. Like I don't yes. know what that was. But anyway, sorry. Uh, that I'll I'll get back to my list here. Ah, oh, there's. There's okay, so there's three here that I'm into, and I know we're gonna have leftovers because we're only going three apiece. So yeah, I think I we're both getting a good third pick. I think. I feel like I feel obligated. This is another one that probably isn't on your list, uh, but I feel obligated isn't? to take this one based on my draft last year. Okay, and I'm gonna go with. Angels with even filthier souls. The VHS. I was going to steal that. I was one hundred percent going to steal that. That was that's the one. Okay, that was the one. Because they, they do it again. They do it again. again. <laughs> I one hundred. I even looked it up. I wanted to know if they actually made a V. I don't think there's a physical V. The last one had a physical VHS. This one had the box. I know for a fact. They yeah, had the box. that's all I needed. That's yeah, fine. I I don't know if they made a physical because. The last in the first movie, you could like take it and play it and stuff. I don't know if they did that for this one. Give me the box and I'll put it on a VHS. I feel like in 1992, they probably did that to get it on the screen. You know what I mean? They probably, oh, I'm assuming yeah. they had to do that, right? To get I it on the screen. Even, I forgot. You that thought that was CGI? Have, like, no. Yeah. I, for, I forgot. <laughs> I just put the thumb drive in. No, yeah. no, for sure. So, so I'm taking that. Obviously, I picked it first overall last year. And then I, I <clears throat> a year's savvy, I learned to now. Let it wait a little bit. You weren't as high on the pick last it. year. I was going to steal it from you this year. Okay, that's I, fair. That, like I said, it was. I'm either going to take what I want or I'm going to be spiteful. I and I decided it's being Christmas. cheerful and it's Christmas. Yes, yeah. it's Christmas. Uh, so I let you get it. So it's only fair. You get your two battle plans, and I get my two VHS movies. Which again, yeah. they're hilarious, and the scenes that they're used in. Uh, I don't know. Again, the sound quality coming out of the TV apparently <laughs> is realistic. <laughs> I don't know how they're. It's believable by these hotel staff, but uh, Wait, the uh, the you're smooching everyone, even Cliff. <laughs> and then yeah, he happens to be in the line. And Cliff He's is like, like no. no, no, not me. No, it's not true. So this tape, this this clip that they replay, has one of my favorite lines to just say randomly, and I don't know why. I it stuck uh -huh. with me, and I do it all the time. And I, you know, Nikki, I do it to Nikki more than anybody because he knows what I'm doing, and it's like it, he appreciates it, but. I, and there's an intro line that's in there when he pulls out the gun, right? He's like, I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. And I don't know why that's like, <laughs> that stuck with me. So like anytime somebody says something, he's like, man, I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. And I just say it. And it's like only Nikki, it seems like in these scenarios is like laughing because it's like he, he recognizes it. But it's, I feel like you say it to anybody and you'd be like, what was that from? That was from something. But then again, <sighs> this is another clip from a fake movie that they made to, to kind of reflect, obviously, movies of that time. But it was like yes. a, I don't know, it, it's like satire. It's like they did it, it's fake, it's satire within a movie. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's literally, they made those clips to be in a movie only and they were never released. I think that's still really cool. What blows my mind when I was looking up like tips about this movie, they had people like legitimately audition for those <laughs> specific roles. Like you had to audition for that. Yeah, which is is crazy. That's get on your knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> I there is a little bit of innuendo there. I was I was a little yeah. that that threw me off a little bit. Yeah, but either way, uh, it's a kids movie, and uh, it's okay to just pull the Tommy gun out and just light somebody up point blank in a room, but with a Christmas yeah. tree right next to you. Yeah, it's holidays. What's it? What that's what it's for. So I'm taking that VHS. I appreciate you. Thank you uh, for letting me have that. That's that's You're your welcome. gift to me. Uh, I have so I, many. I have so yeah. many things to pick from. Last pick, you can only get one. I have so many things. Hmm. How uh, do you blow this? I'm just kidding. I mean, there's one thing that I could pick that'll just be you walk in the room, you're like, oh, I know where that's from. Really? Or oh. Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. I think I, I mean I have one of those too. So now I'm thinking it's probably 
and or I pick something that's less obvious that I just really liked. Hmm. But you know what? I'm gonna impress people. I'm gonna take the Chicago Suns Times cover. That's the one with Wet Bandits Escape. It was either that or the New York Times. What 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 is it? Like the uh they they did like a New York Times one afterwards. But I'm yeah, I didn't I don't Chicago. I didn't see that one. I don't think I wrote that one. I just wrote the one that slaps on their door at their house. That's yes. like yeah, the wet bandits, which again how the family should be know like you got to know that that's happening. You should be keeping tabs on these clowns that tried to kill your kid. Uh, yes, you got to know that that's happening. Uh, but, but yeah, no, the newspaper was it was high on my list. I just didn't it didn't you know the, the you don't like single sheets of paper. You don't. I, I'm not a paper guy. You know you know me. Um, but no, it's a good. It was it was that's what I was fighting with on the last one though. Okay. So it was you I get fighting with you barely fought. You immediately took the Angels of Filthy. I knew I had to leave with my I had to leave with my VHS. But that was the other contender at the time. So you at least have that. But you don't have the talk boy. So, so I, I said from the beginning, I knew you were winning this one. Right, like my th- no no matter what three why are you shilling Starbucks right now? We're not Anybody watching the video, I just uh, <laughs> drank out of my holiday cup because it's the holidays. All right, Stefan, uh, relax. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, I I don't care what you could have taken. Talk by Talk Boy One, given me picks two, three, and four, and I still wouldn't have equaled up to your Talk Boy. That's fair. Movie. And I probably still would have got the same picks that I would have had because <laughs> you said the skeleton was pretty low on your list though too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's switch it in that. Let's just pretend that happened, so it's easier on you. Oh no, wait, it makes it worse. Never mind. Let's just. This is it. The, the draft is finalized. Uh, let's run it down. You get and then we'll, one good, one good. Hey, video. you suck. No, you're, I'm just kidding. You're, no, you're gloating right now. I'm not gloating. I'm just excited you're about the talk, boy. I'm you're pretty loving good. this right now. I'm feeling all right. I'm just. It's it's very rare that you concede in episode. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't happen often. So let me just relish this moment. This this was one. This was one when I took the Grinch. I I essentially conceded this movie when I picked Grinch. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, that's hundred uh, percent. So <laughs> all right, so let's go run it back. I picked Talk Talk Boy one overall. You picked the Turtle Doves again. Fantastic pick. Uh, I picked Marv Skeleton second second round. You picked the Operation Ho Ho Ho. Uh, pairing it with your Operation whatever the other one was. I don't remember what it was called back in the day, but it was his battle plan from from Home Alone one. So you have both. And uh, I picked Angels with Even Filthier Souls. What a great sequel name. So it's Angels with yes. Filthy Souls and then Angels with Even Filthier Souls. What, a, what an amazing uh, a set of VHS tapes to just sit on a shelf and never use. You know what I mean? It's a VHS tape. No, I know for a fact you have those. You're watching those every Christmas. They're it's, like thirty. I'm, they're thirty. They're like two minute sketches. You're and you know that they did. You know those. they did more than that, right? You know they probably yeah. filled more scenes. I want to see the bloopers. Not from Home Alone 2, but from the movie that they filled, filmed for Home Alone 2. I want to see the bloopers yes. with the guy. That would be hilarious. Uh, and then you'd pick the Wet Bandits Escaped newspaper, which is featured prominently on the movie poster. Uh, yeah. It's on the very front of the movie poster you see in the background. Um, Empire State Building, I think that is. Which we didn't even get into. He's on top of the Twin Towers in this movie. Obviously, By himself. By himself, that was obviously it's 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 weird to just see the twin towers in general, considering everything that's happened. But to go back and be like in 1992, a 10 year old can just wander up to the roof by himself, not another soul up there. Obviously, it's for the movie, right? They were just yes. like, let's have him on the top of the thing. How did he get up there? How did it's he get up there alone? Center. Yeah. How that, did he get up there? How did he get up there alone? Those are the yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, newspaper. Great pick to wrap it up. Uh, leftovers, though. What do you got for leftovers? I have some juicy leftovers. So um, I'm not even going to do them in any particular order. Yeah. Kevin's no, sure. backpack, because it had yes. Kay McAllister on it. But it just, like, it got a lot of screen time, and he used it a lot. It just didn't feel juicy enough for me. I wrote that down with full expectation for me to pick it at the time mm-hmm. when I saw it. Cause I was like, Oh, he's got this. That's his bag. His whole movie. That's his bag. But I was like, no, there's other, other things popped. I, I didn't write it down, but I also wanted his outfit. Cause I genuinely remember like the green and blue. Yeah. Jacket. That jacket and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, that's like the home alone outfit. Like I can vividly remember that without watching the movie. I almost wrote that down. 
Um, the golden cash register at Dunkin's. Oh, I don't that know thing why. was sick. No, that I was awesome. I loved it. It was like an old school classic cash register, but 24 karat gold for some reason. That was loved awesome. It. Yeah. yeah. It, but That's again, something... I just it didn't it didn't outweigh what what the other stuff, but it was definitely on the on my radar. Out of nostalgia, I genuinely remembered the cash register, and I I was torn. That was one of the pick. That almost was my third pick because okay. I I remember that. And then number eight was the chest of money for the children's hospital. That would have been pretty that, cool to have a chest of fake money, which is pretty yes, sweet. Uh, that Marv the, that Marv broke into. So I wrote down uh, plane tickets. Any on any one of them? Maybe Kevin's plane tickets. It's again it's a piece of piece of, piece of piece of paper, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a plane ticket. Uh, the leather backpack you mentioned, and then I wrote down Kevin's Polaroid Spectra. I didn't uh, write it. I forgot why, but I looked at it and I was like, "That's a good prop." I have one of those, so I actually really? have a Polaroid Spectra because I, I found it at Goodwill. Like I, I used to just like if I re- every time I found a Polaroid camera at Goodwill, I would buy it. I'd be like, "Oh, these are sweet." If I didn't already have it, right? So mm-hmm. at one point, I had like twelve. Wow. And and I I was like, what am I doing with these? So I wound up I think I wound up giving them to my brother in law because he was like into into the photography. And now who knows where they are? But uh, the Spectro is really cool because it like it pops up like it's it yeah. folds down and then like it, it's pretty flat and it pops up. And I just he was using it in the film. Um, but that was something I was that was on my so, radar, but wasn't there. I, I'm surprised that the Spectro was there, but the two photos he takes of Harry Harry and Marv breaking into Duncan's. I probably was going to ask them. for it. I was probably okay. going to be I was going to be greedy if I did have to go there but the the photos of them in the stores is is pretty good too. Like I was I probably would have if I asked for the camera I would have been like, can, "Sir, it's the holidays. Please, can I have the photos that were taken with the camera?" Which is also another have... question. Why are why when right before he started throwing the bricks off the building, why were they asking for the camera? It's not like it was a digital camera. Yeah. There there wasn't film inside of it. He knew yeah. that it was a polaroid. Why was he asking for the camera? I would have been like, sure, take the camera, go, leave. Why yeah. wouldn't you just give him the camera? You won right there. That's, I don't know why they would have thought. Yeah, I don't know. Two things that neither of us mentioned that I actually, I was doing like prop store research. Um, the bricks that Kevin threw <laughs> at them are actually on auction on some prop websites. Yeah, they're, what, they're like foam. They got to be like foam bricks. They're not real I, bricks. I would hope so because... Daniel if he took real bricks in the face, yeah, yeah that's impressive. He would be dead. Um, and the letter that Kevin wrote to Duncan is also online somewhere. I I remember that at the end, and I almost wrote it down, but I was like, no, I'm not picking it. Again, it's just another one of those things I'm not going to pick. Why did they take the rope down from the roof and just not the stairs? They probably didn't want to lose eyesight. You know what I mean? They probably should have split up one stay, one go type deal. Like, you know what I mean? That That's probably yeah. the best move, but they probably just didn't want to lose eyesight of the kid. You know, you go back inside, You who knows where the kid's going to be whenever you come back downstairs. So not that I'm like a, a child murderer expertise. I'm just saying. From it sounds my, like it. I'm just saying, right? The logic there is I'm not going to take my eyes off of this little kid, which is that when I say that out loud, it's weird. That's yeah, weird. that very. All right. So that's our podcast. I'm going to go <laughs> I'm call just saying, 911. Listen, listen. All I'm saying is if I was trying to murder a 10 year old. All right. Okay, wait. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep doubling down. Uh, no, let's get out of here. Uh, let's enjoy the holiday season of what's left of it. And uh, if you're listening, I, we, we obviously all, always appreciate you guys listening. And we're excited to come back next year, uh, which is what we can say now. We'll see you guys next year. Um, no, it, it, it's it's 2023 is going to be obviously 2022 was amazing for us. We did a lot of awesome things, uh, specifically just hanging out with the prop store, and we're trying to do a little more with them in the future. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a big year for I think both of us, uh, pro- personally and professionally, and uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. This has been fun, and uh, I don't know why I'm talking like we're wrapping it up. I mean, that was a full calendar year we just did. That was it. Yeah, we did pretty good. That was solid. That's that's kind of crazy. Now we get to do it again, but this oh time even bigger. Bigger. And this is where it just montages. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. end of 22 Jump Street, it just yes. montages. Even bigger. And it's just every other movie that we do. All right. No, I like it. I like it. We're just, for some reason, we're in a like police chase down the highway doing a podcast. Which we did, 22 Jump Street. That was yeah. earlier this year on, on 2 22 so yeah, just go back, play back our greatest hits. We'll be back in the beginning of January with some more. 
bangers. And we made a promise on this podcast that at some point we're diving into Harry Potter. So that's a, at the very least a tease for maybe one. If we're, I don't know if we can hit them all in one calendar year. That might take every episode. Uh, but we will, I think we will be diving into the Harry Potter world, which is going to be pretty sweet. Well, I bet you we'll be drafting a lot of sticks. If just you a lot of twigs and sticks. If at this point, after a year <laughs> and a half, you don't think I'm a nerd now, Harry Potter is going to just completely out me. Like I'm it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Like, it's going to be we fun. might. We might have to do something to where I'm not allowed to talk too much because that will, like, I could do three hours on each. Don't worry. I'll just keep doing what I do and cutting you off by talking All right, over perfect. you. So, hey, hey, right, just good. keep it, like, just keep status quo. <laughs> Don't change anything up. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see you guys next year. Thank you so much for listening and, uh, and have a great holiday. Yes, have a great holiday. Love you guys. Thank you all for the support. That's and, a firm uh, love you. I'll say it every to you guys. every every holiday because like I did it this time last year too. Like I I feel good around the holidays. I love you. That was the listeners. The listeners. Was, yeah, they've just turned we've turned them away. They've already yeah, turned them we're off. Di- yeah. Bye. All right. See you guys.